Welcome to In the Word with Darren Dusso, a show that is dedicated to bringing you sound biblical teaching from the Word of God to both educate and inspire you. Here is your host, Darren Dusso. Welcome to In the Word. Hey, I'm your host, Darren Dusso. Hey, real happy to be coming back to you again today. And, uh, you know, we're just so thankful for everyone that tunes in and just hope and pray that you get uh, encouraged by this program, that you that you get some wisdom out of it, and that it motivates you to uh, to just dig deeper and, and, and more of a uh, relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So just uh, wanted to tell you how how happy I am to uh, be coming back to you today. And uh, we're going to start a new uh, new session uh, for a few weeks here. We're going to be talking about evangelism. What is evangelism? And and uh, we're going to be going down those roads. So with uh, without uh, any further ado, let's, uh, let's open in prayer and get right to it. And today, Father God, we just thank you so much. We thank you that... Uh, you gave us your word, you wrote, you wrote it down, and we are so blessed by the gifts that you have given us, and we just thank you and praise you. And Father, at this time that we go into your word, let your word sink deep in our hearts and, and uh, let it change us. Let your word that's spoken, let it change us and motivate us, encourage us, comfort us as it always does. And we just thank you, Father, for this time, and we give it all to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So today I'm going to start out by reading John 135. Um, this is where I was going to start, and uh, we'll get right into his word. So here, John 135, and it says, again, the next day, John stood, he's talking about John the Baptist, John stood with two of his disciples. And looking at Jesus, as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned, and seeing them, said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, when translated, teacher, Where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ, and brought and he brought him to Jesus. That's a beautiful uh, scripture that shows that Andrew just met Jesus. And the first thing that he does after meeting Jesus is run and tell somebody. And he told his brother. And I believe that that's, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. We are, we, you know, we are supposed to be talking about and bringing people to Jesus. And uh, how do you do that? It's called evangelism. And uh, evangelism means the spreading of the Christian gospel by public preaching or personal witness. 
Now, I'll, I'll just give you a few details here. The Greek word uh, evangel uh, evangelize or evangelism is yoanglisio. And that means this. It means a bringer of good tidings. It means the name given to the New Testament herald of salvation through Christ who are not apostles. So you don't have to be an apostle to evangelize. And it also means a preacher of the gospel. So this should bring up other questions now as we, we get into this and we'll get back to evangelism. But when you when you when we're supposed to preach the gospel, we really have to know well what is the gospel? What's what's the gospel? What's that word mean? And the gospel's found a hundred times in the New Testament. So it must be pretty important. The word gospel means good news. And good news means to bring good tidings or show glad tidings or declare glad tidings. So there's three ways um, that we can speak the gospel or, or do the gospel. It's like bring good good tidings. You can bring the gospel to them. And how we're going to do that, we're going to get into that later in, in, in next episode. But bringing the good tidings. Bring the kingdom of God to whoever you need. If somebody needs healing, show them the kingdom. Show them, show them the love that Jesus has and heal them on the spot. That's bringing good tidings. Uh, show them the glad things. Glad things is, is is gonna be your life, how you live. I mean, um, people are watching you, so show them the kingdom. That's the whole object. So this uh, brings up <clears throat> brings up our next topic is uh, uh, or another question. So what is the good news? Um, we have to uh, we have to read our scriptures and and see how and learn how the apostles did did the preaching of the gospel or, or the evangelism. And the way we look at that is, is this, is we have to know what the good news is. And the good news, you have to understand the bad news first because nobody's going to accept good news if they don't know that there's bad news. That's one of the biggest mistakes I think people make in trying to talk about Jesus is people don't understand where they stand and how bad and how sinful we really are. So the question the question is here is what is the what is the good news? Let's talk about the bad news first. The bad news as we can see Romans 3:23 says for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. So, well, that's pretty bad news. If, uh, if we've all sinned, we've all fallen short of the glory of God, and our penalty uh, is death. That's some pretty bad news. So the good news is, is uh, just the opposite. And if we read a little bit further in... in uh, 623 Romans 623 um, it says the gift of God is Jesus Christ 
So <clears throat> the question is, uh, a lot of people ask is, you know, how do you, how do you get to heaven? And the answer is simple. It's very simple on how to get to heaven. You have to be perfect. You have to be perfect. And not mostly perfect, but absolutely perfect. This means you can't have a bad day or bad thought. You can't have any kind of sin. No uh, moment of weakness, uh, no matter how long you live. And you can never give in to temptation. And you have to follow all of God's rules and laws. Um, and the reason God lives in heaven is he's absolutely pure and holy. We can't be in his presence unless we are pure as well. And just as one sin is enough to prevent us from entering heaven, the Bible says none are righteous, not even one. And that's Romans 3.10. You know, that's the bad news. The good news is this. With Jesus, you don't have to be perfect. God sent his son, Jesus, to our world to take away our sins. He took all of our sins and nailed them to the cross. He bore our penalty for us. That's good news. Uh, so that's the gospel. That when we come to Christ and we, ha we ask him to be our Lord and our Savior, he's willing because he died for us. It's, it's, it's showing us his love. The cross is a demonstration of perfect love, laying down one's life, the innocent uh, pays for the guilty. And we are all guilty, and Jesus paid the price for us. That's the ultimate love gift, and it's a free gift. We don't have to do anything except come to him and surrender to our Lord and Jesus, uh, <coughs> Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, <clears throat> we are told, um, we are to tell people about Jesus. And I'd like to read, I'll read uh, what our commission is from him. And if we turn to, to Mark 16, uh, I'll read that quick to you. And it says this, Mark 16, verse 15, it says, And he, Jesus, said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name, the name of Jesus. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So, as I, as I stated earlier, you know, part of our commission is, is the demonstration. It's bringing the kingdom, bringing the gospel to people. And this is what we're doing with evangelism. This is what, you know... Um, we're telling them about the bad news, and then we, we give them the good news. And we uh, introduce them to Jesus just as Andrew did. And I just think that this is so beautiful. 
Um, I, I want to read another scripture to you before we get too far. Um, because now we know what we have to do and we want to learn how to do it. So I want to just put this in your minds. Let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11. And it says here, He, this is God, has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts. I'm going to stop there on that verse, but that's the important important part right there. He has put eternity in people's hearts. And this is why we have so many religions in the world, because people are searching for the truth. And they try to come up with what they can come up with to get the truth, but we have the truth, and the truth is the Word of God right here. And the truth is what sets you free, um, knowing the truth and knowing Jesus. Jesus is the truth. And uh, this is this is why we have to bring the truth to them. They're searching for it. It's in their hearts. They're ready. Uh, the scriptures say that... Uh, um, the harvest is ready. Jesus says the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. We need to be those laborers that that go out and speak and preach and just introduce people to uh, Jesus. We have to plant those seeds, and and uh, and as the Scripture says, you know, Paul says, "I plant, Apollo's waters." I mean, God makes it grow, so. This is, we don't need to take credit because all the credit has to go back and all the glory has to go back to Jesus Christ for what he has done. Ephesians, the book of Ephesians says <clears throat> that it's, it's, it's by faith through grace that we've been saved. So it's the grace of God. It's his, it's his love that we have been saved. It's not of works lest any man should boast. We're not supposed to be boasting. We're supposed to be just doing what we're asked to do by the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is, these are the avenues that I'm going to take next week and, and dive into. Certain, certain groups of people, just where you are, we're going, to, we're going to discuss it. We're going to talk about it. And that's what we're, we're really going to be diving into next week is... Now we know what we're supposed to do. We know a little bit about um, evangelism and the gospel. Now we know the gospel. <clears throat> and back to the beginning opening statement of the scripture that I read, we don't have to know everything. All we have to know is Jesus. And it was him crucified for us. And that's really all we need to know. And we can preach that. Um, the more we study, the more, the more learned we get, the more we can grow, the, the easier it is to answer more questions. Surely, um, people have questions, but we don't have to have all the answers all the time. And that's one thing that, that I thought I always had to do. I always had to have all the right answers and you don't need all the, all the answers. You can always say, let me get back to you on that. And that sets up another meeting for them. So then they're going to think about it. It gives you another opportunity to uh, speak to them again and encourage them more. 
So sometimes not having the answer is the best way to go. So we don't need to know everything. Andrea just met Jesus, spent a little bit of time with him, and then he's saying, hey, we found the Messiah. We found the Christ. You know, here he is. And he's already introducing people. And I hope that that, that encourages uh, you know, us to go out and do that same thing. Let's just go out and and introduce someone new to Jesus Christ and his love and his his grace that he has given. So with that, we're going to be studying evangelism probably for a couple weeks because I want to take, take some time to really dive into some unique ways to really speak to people. And there's a, there's another scripture that is kind of the um, basis of apologetics. And apologetics is, is defense of the gospel. And it says, it says this, it says, always be ready to give a defense for the hope that is in you. So if you have that hope that's in you, you got to be ready to, to offer people that, that defense or, or speak about it and not be shy or, um, you know, uh, to be, I would say, embarrassed or something. Because uh, Paul says, do not be ashamed. I am not ashamed of the gospel. We can't be ashamed of the gospel because we have something that they need and we have that hope and we can't hold it in to ourselves. So hopefully this encourages you, builds you up, gets you ready for next week. Uh, so get your pencils and papers ready for next week. And uh, I'm just so glad again to uh, be coming back to you. Thank you for listening. And uh, for more episodes, go to intheword.captivate.fm. In the Word was produced and edited by the Burns Media Group, LLC. For more info, go to the bmgnetwork.com. Like I said last week, they got a lot of great programs out there, and they're really good, really good people, and uh, just give them a listen too. So thank you very much for joining me. God bless you all. Love you, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to In the Word with Darren Dusso. Be sure to tune in each week for another inspiring and informative episode. In the Word was produced and edited in the BMG studio. For more info, go to the bmgnetwork.com.